WVOW Local News, now. A Logan Circuit judge today denied a motion to reduce a half-million-dollar bond for a coffee shop owner accused of sexual assault, child pornography, and grooming minors for sex. I'm Aaron Stone. More on this story ahead. WVOW Logan. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well, that's why we're here. 47-year-old Michael Klein, owner of the Hot Cup Coffee Shop in the White and Browning Building in downtown Logan, is charged with first and second degree sexual assault. Mr. Klein is also accused of distribution and exhibition of material depicting minors engaged in sexual conduct. Now, multiple investigations began back in January following multiple social media posts victims came forward in the days after the initial allegations were made online. Three victims have come forward alleging crimes including first-degree sexual assault for an incident a victim says happened in 2001. The victim says she was 11 years old at the time of the assault, according to the criminal complaint. Klein is accused of sexual assault in the second degree as well. From a four-year-long relationship, he carried on with a female under the age of 18. Age of consent in West Virginia is 16 years of age. However, that law doesn't apply to pictures exchanged on social media. Klein is also accused of coercing minors to send sexually explicit photos and videos depicting conduct unsuitable for description on this program. Magistrate Dwight Williamson set a bond of $500,000 cash only back on February 9th when Klein was arrested by state police. Magistrate Joe Mendez found probable cause in all three cases against Klein to go before a grand jury. Magistrate Mendez also denied a motion at the time to reduce Klein's bond. Now, Klein's attorney today, Matthew Hatfield, argued that the defendant has no prior criminal record and said that the bond of $500,000 is unreasonably high compared to other cases of similar charges. It's an extraordinarily high bond. And the bond isn't set to secure my client's attendance at trial. That bond was set to ensure that he wasn't released. That's what that bond was set for. His family is able to post a surety bond um, in the approximate amount of about $110,000 to $120,000. That is more than sufficient to secure his attention. Logan County Prosecuting Attorney David Wandling told the court the bond is reasonable for the charges against Klein. Mr. Hatfield wants to go through and compare this to other bonds that have been set on similar cases here in the Circuit Court of Logan County. Which one of those cases that he articulated involves two decades worth of sexual assaults? Which one of those cases involves multiple victims? Which one of those cases involves grooming teenagers? The answer is none of them. Bonds being set in other cases for similar charges don't set precedent. Mr. Hatfield stipulated every case is different. In this case, we have three separate victims over a 20-plus year period who have alleged Mr. Klein uh, has abused them. Logan Circuit Court Chief Judge Josh Butcher ruled that two goals are in mind when setting a bond. 
One goal is to assure appearance in court, and the other is to assure the safety of the community the defendant is released into. Judge Butcher said the violent nature of the offenses against minors Klein is accused warrants a high bond. For these reasons, I believe the nature of these offenses and the context of this case lead to the fair conclusion that the community is not adequately protected by the issuance of a low bond in this case. Therefore, for the reasons I've set forth and following the analysis I've set forth, defendant's motion is denied and the bond determined by the magistrate while undisputedly a high bond is nonetheless seen as reasonable and appropriate considering the totality of the circumstances. Audio of today's hearing was provided courtesy of Dylan Vitovich of the Logan Banner. A pedestrian was struck by a vehicle in the Holden area Thursday afternoon. According to Logan County Chief Deputy Mike LaFouch, 24-year-old Christopher Maynard of Hearts exited a Tri-River Transit bus at Price Bottom Road in Holden. Maynard crossed in front of the bus and in the path of a vehicle driven by 54-year-old Tammy DeLong of Rum Creek. Chief LaFouch said the driver attempted to swerve to miss Mr. Maynard, but he was struck by the vehicle. Maynard was transported to Logan Regional Medical Center with serious injuries. There's currently no update on his condition. The Logan County Sheriff's deputies, Corps of Volunteer Fire Department, and the Logan Emergency Ambulance Service all responded to the scene. A man accused of setting a fire that spread to five buildings in Williamson Wednesday has been charged with arson. According to the criminal complaint from Mingo County Magistrate Court, 54-year-old Eugene Kitchen is facing three counts of arson, one count of trespass, one count of obstructing an officer. Kitchen's accused of going into a home on Mulberry Street without the owner's permission. Authorities say Kitchen allegedly stated he had gone up the steps to the porch and had gone inside because he was looking for a place to rent. Witnesses near the scene told authorities that the fire first broke out within minutes of Kitchen leaving the area. Authorities say the fire spread to two more homes. A total of five structures caught fire due to high wind. The complaint states that three residential homes that caught fire were completely destroyed. Officers found and detained Kitchen Wednesday evening, and authorities say he initially denied being in the area of the fire but later admitted to lying about his whereabouts. The complaint states he allegedly admitted to being the only person at the home and he may have accidentally started the fire. A Lincoln County man died as a result of a T-bone car crash on U.S. 119 Thursday. Deputies with the Logan County Sheriff's Department say 83-year-old Franklin Perry of Alcal was killed in the collision that happened before 10 o'clock Thursday morning. According to investigators, Perry was pulling out of the Thornhill Chevy lot to travel north on 119 when he pulled in front of the path of an oncoming vehicle in the southbound lanes. The southbound vehicle was driven by Logan High School coach Kevin Gertz. He suffered cuts to his face and what the press release from the sheriff's office says were non-incapacitating injuries. He was transported to Logan Regional Medical Center. He was later discharged. Crash is still under investigation. A bill that aims to fight abuse of students in special education classrooms in West Virginia took a big step forward. House Bill 3271 passed the House of Delegates on Monday, and it also was approved yesterday by the Senate Education Committee. The bill would require audio recording devices and bathrooms that are adjacent to special education classrooms. Craig and Beth Bowden testified in favor of the bill. Their child was physically and verbally abused while attending Holtz Elementary School in Charleston. Mr. Bowden says that it's only audio recordings and not video, and that should be enough to catch somebody in the act of abuse. I want to stress that it's an audio recording, not a video recording. It's not appropriate to video record somebody in a bathroom. So it's just audio recorders, and it's only 
bathrooms that are attached to the self-contained classrooms. That teacher in that case, Nancy Boggs, pleaded guilty to abuse in May of last year, was sentenced to 10 years in jail. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Hi, I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Now, friends, we've got a big weather day here all across the coal fields. I want you to be weather aware today. We don't say that often, but I do want you to be weather aware. We have wind advisories already looking at the wind gust as high as about 45, maybe 50 miles per hour. And we're talking about a line of strong, possibly severe thunderstorms. Can't rule out an isolated tornado in this kind of a situation, but that tends to lean a little west in the coal fields, a little bit more into the bluegrass state. So, again, just be weather aware be ready to move if you hear that there's a warning near you and to take shelter in the meantime 66 super strong winds got that line of storms hauling through here and that'll fall back down to about 38 39 overnight still going to be a 20 mile an hour gust but we're only looking at about 54 degrees and some gradual clearing saturday let's all stay safe i'm 13 news chief meteorologist spencer adkins listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the storm tracker 13 weather center